Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. So today's topic on the podcast, we're going to be talking about this idea of validation. We're going to deep dive into what it means to seek validation, how you know you're doing it, and what kind of results it could be creating in your business if you have some of these patterns of seeking validation. This is really interesting when it comes to business, because on some level, we are all seeking validation. However, I notice that for my clients that really succeed, that hit their goals, that really change their business for the better, it is about really dropping this veil of seeking validation. And I don't actually think that as humans, we can seek validation and also be bold. And oftentimes our need for validation, our need to be liked really gets in the way of us achieving our biggest goals. The first thing I want to say when it comes to this topic is the need to be liked or the desire to be liked when it feels like we're wanting to be liked more than our goals. That is something that has been conditioned within us because of the society that we live in. Often we think about our need to be liked or we think about our the kind of things that we do for validation and it's really easy to fall into a pattern of shaming yourself. Like, oh, I shouldn't do it for validation or I should just not care about being liked. That's all very well said and easily said than done. If you don't actually understand what's going on in your brain and your body when you are wanting to be liked, there's a whole process that happens from our thoughts that we think in our brain about ourselves to the results that we create in our lives. So when we think thoughts of like, oh, I want to be liked, I want to be accepted by the small business community, I want to be accepted by Instagram, there's a whole complex system of thoughts, feelings, actions, results, hormones, your nervous system that is being activated when we want to be liked or when we want to be validated. And what this aim of this episode is going to be to really give you a deep dive understanding of what is happening in your brain and in your body when we are seeking to be liked and we're wanting to be chosen. Please don't use this episode as an opportunity to shame yourself. It is so easy to hear things or to see things on Instagram and think, oh, damn, I should be doing that or I'm not doing that or I should know this already or I should know this by now. But like I said, we live in a society which encourages validation. It encourages being chosen and being liked. So don't multiply that effect by shaming yourself as I go through this episode. So in our business, we naturally want to be liked and chosen and validated. We want our business to be validated by sales and by customers and by people saying that they loved the product they buy. We want our brand to be validated by being stocked in certain wholesale accounts, Selfridges, being featured in press. And we want our Instagram content or our social media content to be validated by likes and followers. And we think, Oh, if I have likes and followers, it means, quote unquote, that I'm doing the right thing. 
And if I'm not getting those likes and if I'm not getting those followers and if I'm not getting those sales, it quote unquote means that I'm doing the wrong thing. I don't know how to do it. I'm incorrect. I took this moment with so much pleasure of Googling the definition of validation. And quick side note, if there's anything, any words coming up in your brain, or you find that your mind is saying something over and over again, like you keep on saying, I just feel so overwhelmed, or I feel so frustrated, go and Google the definition of overwhelm or frustration, because it will provide you so much insight with what is actually happening in your brain. Often we say a lot of words and we don't actually know what they mean. So taking the time to Google will provide you with a lot of insight. So I definitely recommend. It's one of my favorite things to do. Anyway, coming back to this topic, the Google definition of validation is very fascinating. There's two definitions that really stuck out to me that I'm going to share with you. So the first one is the action of making or declaring something officially legal or acceptable. The second one is recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings are valid and worthwhile. So when we're wanting validation, when we're wanting to be liked by others, what's actually going on is we're wanting them to see us so we can feel that our feelings about something are valid and worthwhile. We want people to buy things in our business so that we feel that our thoughts about whatever we sell is worthwhile. And in a way, what happens is then the likes, the followers, the sales, it gives us permission to be ourselves, which sounds kind of nice. It sounds like a logical, right? But the only question is, when you don't receive that validation, when you don't receive that permission from somebody else, what happens? you feel pretty terrible. And because we're trained in this way, it's very unlikely that you will have the skills to validate yourself, to give yourself that permission. And what can end up happening, and this is where I meet most of my clients. So when we start working together, we have our very first session is called the what and the why. And in that session, we're not even changing anything. It's all we're doing is really opening the door of your brain to understand what is going on right now? What thought cycles or processes or ideas are you having right now? And what results are they creating in your business? Like what unwanted results are they creating for you right now? And when we are dependent on our audience or dependent on our customers or dependent on anything outside of ourselves for permission, for validation, we get really stuck. We get really overwhelmed. We want to try this idea, but we're afraid of what other people think. We're, we're afraid that they won't give us that validation. And just the fear alone, just the sense that there's a risk that we will lose validation or that we will lose, you know, them thinking positively of us. Sometimes that risk will feel so strong and so scary for us that we won't launch our ideas. We'll sit on ideas for weeks and for months and then we'll see somebody else doing our idea and then we feel validated, right? We feel like, oh yeah, it's the right thing to do, like they're doing it. When really we could have been doing that all that time. Or maybe we launch something and it doesn't work out. Maybe we're wrong about something and then we feel really terrible. We feel frustrated, ashamed, embarrassed. 
because we had an idea and we then we didn't get the permission or the validation that we were seeking. And then when you're feeling those really intense negative emotions, guess what you don't want to do? You don't want to show up on Instagram. You don't want to try again. You don't want to risk it. You don't want to say, okay, I'm just going to try a different launch next time. No, because the feelings are so painful. Most of us aren't conscious of this cycle happening. And our brain does a lot to protect us from the pain of this. And we're going to get into that in a second. But I just want to highlight the fact that when we are seeking validation, we either get the validation I should pause and say, if our brain is trained in this way, and that this is like an active cycle that's happening for us, when we seek validation, what our brain is saying or believing is that if we we either get the validation, or we get rejected, like there's no in between, it's very black and white, we either being validated by the world around us, or we're being rejected by the world around us. And I'm not going to go too much into what the rejection means. I have done a full episode about rejection. So I think I've done it a few weeks ago. So you'll have to scroll back to see it. It's called literally rejection. And I recommend you listen to it after this podcast. But in that episode, I go into how the emotion of feeling rejected is incredibly painful because our brains biologically have been trained that rejection is one step away from death. If you think about it, the way we evolved as humans, so if we go back to like living in a cage, discovering fire, you know, that period of time, if we were rejected from our tribe, we would be in serious danger. I want you to imagine if somebody took you right now, you know, you weren't allowed your phone, your laptop, like all these things, and they placed you on an island where there was just trees, forest, and a bunch of wild animals all by yourself, and you had to survive, okay? You would have to fight all the lions, tigers, and bears by yourself, all the while discovering which berries were poisonous, which were good for you, how to build shelter, like how to treat your illnesses. If you broke a leg, you would be eaten by a lion, tiger, or bear. So the need to be validated by a group or a tribe so we don't experience rejection is really wired into us, into our beings, into our experience of being a human. So how does this fear of rejection and this strong desire to be liked and validated by the communities that we're in online, by our followers, our customers, how is it a problem for us in business? Well, it's a problem because if we aren't able to process those feelings of rejection, and if we base all of our ideas on what is good and what is bad based on other people, then we never do anything new. We never feel like we reach our potential. We always have this sense that we feel like we're holding back because the truth is we are. We don't take big risks. And when we take big risks in business, there is big reward. We don't go all in on our ideas. We play small. We wait. We spend weeks, months agonizing over small details Should I call my brand this? Should I have this logo? Should it be this color? What will people say if I do X, Y, Z? What will people say if I don't do X, Y, Z? 
And our need for validation and our fear of rejection keeps us stuck in this cycle where we re- where we literally go out into our business and we repeat everything else that has been done. Even if we think differently, even if we want to do it a different way, we think, oh, like if I want to be successful, then I have to have gone to a fashion college because that's how everyone has done it before. <laughs> They've all gone to Central St. Martins. And if I don't go to Central St. Martins, it means that I can't be successful as a fashion designer. Or I have to have 10K followers because all the people that I see have 10K followers are really successful in their businesses. So until I get that, then I also won't be successful. One of the best and easiest ways to tell if this is something that is stopping you from growing in business is by this really quick diagnostic tool. Think about something that has recently not worked out the way you wanted it. Like you launched something and you sold less than what you wanted. Or you've started an Instagram account or a website and it hasn't taken off the way you wanted it to. You email someone for a collaboration and they said no. Just bring to mind something that didn't work out the way you wanted it. Now check in and ask yourself, what was your brain's first response as to why it didn't work? And these thoughts will sound totally logical. But all it is, is your brain trying to protect yourself from rejection so that you don't die. Literally. I'm going to give you some scenarios. You apply to a wholesaler or a market or to a competition and they say, no, not right now. Or they don't respond. Your brain then creates a story about that email or about, you know, the fact that they haven't responded. You say, oh, I guess my brand isn't good enough. My website's crap. I'm not really good at communicating myself through words or through writing. And that's why, you know, they didn't respond. You launch something and no one buys it. And your brain says, it's because my product isn't good enough. It's because my branding isn't great. It's because my packaging isn't as good as that person's. It's not unique enough. Another example is that you might have a to-do list of things and then you don't complete all the things on your to-do list. And your brain says, I'm so lazy. I'm not working hard enough. I'm not cut out for this business stuff. Who am I to think I can do this? And in all of these examples, it sounds so logical. Like it would make sense that you wouldn't get opportunities because of your branding. It would make sense that nobody buys because you're not good enough, according to your brain. But how does it make you feel to think those thoughts about yourself? Usually pretty damn terrible. (laughs) And what is actually happening is we see things out in the world and we use these things out in the world, like the fact that we have zero sales, the fact that somebody didn't reply. The fact that, you know, we have a to-do list, like a to-do list is external to you. It's like separate from you. But we see these things out in the world and we use them as evidence that we are wrong or that we are incorrect or that our thoughts and our idea to launch something was wrong. And then we create a story. Sounds like I'm not good enough. Like I'm not cool enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not smart enough. No one in my family has built business before. Who, like, who am I to do this once again? And this line of thinking creates emotions of frustration, emotions of disappointment. But often that frustration and disappointment isn't directed at the thing external to us. It's directed at ourselves. We feel frustrated and disappointed and sad in ourselves because once again, we haven't met the mark. 
the mark being this impossible high standard that we've set for ourselves. We feel shame for proving yourself right when you said you didn't think you could do it or that your voice doesn't matter or that you're not important. We feel embarrassed to have bet on ourselves and to have been wrong. It's like falling down in public. We stand up and we look around and we imagine everyone looking at us and we think, God, what must they be thinking of me? They must be thinking the worst things of me. And this is really how we come dependent on other people in order to make us feel safe. Because we don't have the skills to validate ourselves, to support and love ourselves when things go wrong. Can you imagine someone saying a negative comment about your product and not taking it personally about you? Not saying, oh, wow, I'm a bad business owner because someone didn't like it. And in when we are in this line of thinking, we allow the thoughts of others. We allow the opinions of people who are complete strangers who do not know us, except through our Instagram page, the small percentage of our lives that we put out on Instagram, we allow them to control and dictate how we feel about ourselves. And when we are seeking validation from others, you simply cannot be bold. You cannot be confident. You cannot be brave. You cannot take risks because your brain is on hyper alert for danger. Your brain is wanting you to go with the status quo. And when we're looking for validations, the way we're making decisions is we're like, oh, I want to launch this thing or I want to post this thing. But what will they think? Will they think I'm being too repetitive? Will they unfollow me if I post too much about this launch? Do people want to see this from me? Am I going to ignore them? And do you notice how all of that thinking is based on caring, managing, manipulating and changing and controlling somebody else's thoughts and opinions of you? The opposite of seeking validation is love, loving yourself. And I know that sounds wet and mushy, but I think it's the future of business. Gosh, I'm getting emotional talking about this. (laughs) And I say love... Because when we shame ourselves for our mistakes, we aren't loving ourselves. When we say I'm not good enough, we aren't loving ourselves. And I see in my clients time and time again, that the ones who really succeed and set goals and achieve them, yeah, they have all these skills that we've taught, that I've taught them and that they've learned and they've tried and they've tested all these things and they have all the resources, of course. But the difference is that they love themselves more than when they started. They have a closer personal relationship with themselves more than when they started. One of my personal philosophies is this idea of that I love and respect myself always. And the idea behind this philosophy is that no matter whatever is going on in my life, no matter what people are saying about me, no matter what is happening in my emails, on my Instagram DMs, in my Instagram, no matter the amount of money I make or don't make, the goals I hit or don't hit, doesn't matter what is going on, my standard is I'm always going to treat myself with love and respect. And if there's something on my to-do list or in my world that I cannot do without loving and respecting myself through it, it will not be done. It will be a no thank you, not right now. I'm not the person you're looking for for this. And when love and respect is the basis of all the things you do in your business, what it allows you to do, it allows you to look at your launches, to look at your Instagram analytics, 
to look at your business, to look at your life, to look at yourself. And you take the idea of whether you're good enough and worthy enough off the table. That's not up for discussion. It's not up to a stranger on Instagram to tell me that I'm worthy. It's not available on the menu. So if this launch didn't work and I know I'm already worthy, what is really going on of a why it didn't work? What else is there to consider? What other reasons could there be for why this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to? And knowing that I'm already whole and worthy and knowing that I can figure this out, what am I going to try next time to make sure that this launch goes the way that I want to or to improve on myself? When you don't think you're good enough to create a result, when you don't think you're good enough to have a business, when you don't think you're good enough to post on Instagram, to, to do a story, to do an Instagram live, what happens is we shrink and we hide. And there is no growth. There is no upside by following that train of thought, by beating yourself up in order to create a result. Building the skills that you need to validate, to love, to respect yourself means that you set boundaries. It means that you're honest with yourself when you want to try a new idea and when you want to launch a business. You don't lie to yourself when you say, actually, I want it to be this price instead of what I think everybody else is doing. I want to do my business this way even though everybody else is going that way. I want to do it differently. Even though everyone before me and my family seeked employment, I want to be the one to have a business. I want to be the one to create wealth beyond my wildest dreams. I want to be the one to say the things on Instagram that nobody is saying. I want to be the one to say the things that everyone is afraid to talk about. I want to be the one who speaks from the heart, who tells their story. And it's those people that we admire. It's those people who give themselves the permission to be bold, the permission to be seen. What happens when we let go and we stop trying to get validation from outside of us is that we give permission to other people to be wrong about us. We allow people to have thoughts and feelings about the actions that we're taking, about the things that we're doing, about the things that we're posting, and we allow them to be wrong about us. That is what being bold is. That's where we generate our confidence. And to be a woman in this industry, and when I say industry, I really just mean a woman who runs her own business and doesn't need anyone else to love and respect her because she's got her own back. That is power. It's terrifying to watch, but it's inspiring because you give other people permission to step into their own personal power. Adopting this relationship of love and respect for myself has changed my life in many ways. And in many ways, it's been the foundation that has allowed me to build a business that is changing the world one client at a time, one Instagram post at a time, one podcast at a time. And I don't take it lightly when I say it can do the same for you. In July, I'm going to be hosting a masterclass. It's called How to Be Bold. I'm going to be taking a select few people through an actionable process of how to apply this philosophy to your life and your business. So you can do the internal work that is required for you to up level, for you to release your fears of rejection. So you can finally do the things that you have in your heart that you want to do. Listen, you can screenshot all the mindset quotes you like. But if you're not applying them to your life, they cannot change your life. 
A limited amount of these tickets for this workshop will go live on the 5th of July. And to get your spot, to make sure that you grab a ticket and that you're one of the first to grab a ticket, all you have to do is sign up to the waitlist. And of course, be one of the first to grab your ticket, of course. (laughs) And in order to do that, you can do that by one of two ways. You can go to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash bold, B-O-L-D, or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and click the button that says join the waitlist how to be bold masterclass. Okay. So if you've been listening for a while and you've wanted to experience coaching, you've wanted to take this work deeper, this is really your chance. And I hope and my wish for you is that you're bold enough to take it. Thanks so much for listening. I'll speak to you again next time. Bye bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews, K-I-R-A, matthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.